Father, we thank you tonight. That you sent your only son. You gave that gift. And then he gave his life for us. We ask that in this time, as we, as we look more at your word, that you would speak to each of us who is here. Beyond anything I say, Lord, that you can just break through. That this would not just be another religious exercise or something that we just do on Christmas Eve. But instead, you would break through, just as you did that first Christmas, break through this night. And we thank you for that, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Just recently, we went to our daughter's graduation from grad school and uh, John Hopkins University in Baltimore. While we were there, there were some other things that we did, including she took us to see Christmas lights. Now, that's something that we would do when they were kids and saw Christmas lights. And she took us to this place. Actually, we really only went to one place, and not just one place, but one street that had all these Christmas lights on both sides of the street. Now, and they had some unique things that went with it uh, as far as uh, what they were doing. What do you think the name of that street was? And I know it would be like almost impossible I could do it, but think about it for a moment. What do you think the name of that street would be? Uh, it was just a simple name, 34th Street. That's right. It was Miracle, and literally, they Miracle on 34th Street. Is what it is. Everybody's involved in an all-out crazy celebration of uh, what's going on with Christmas and their, their whole celebration. I mean, they got a website to get dedicated to this and all kinds of things happening. The way they celebrate Christmas, it's not the only one that does that. There are others, you know, they kind of celebrate. This is a little, it might seem a little much, but find the house in that one. I mean, some people are really crazy about their celebrations. In fact, some things go so crazy, they get just a little scary. <laughs> I don't know about you, but they're lining up for something, you know? Or, or how about this one? That's a little scary. You know, I, and it's not just decorations that people go crazy in their celebrations about. There is food. Yeah, just a little something, uh, you know, the food that they have. And it's not just food, but how about, how about some clothes? Yeah, but I did put an apology up there in case anybody was wearing that and they came tonight. Uh, just, just saying, you know, and maybe you need to dress up your truck. I mean, sometimes it does seem like over-the-top Christmas celebration. But don't forget, it's not just all those things. There are the gifts as well. Let me just take you back just a little bit from this picture so you can see more clearly. People can get a little crazy as they celebrate Christmas. Outside, with outside of the house decorations, around food, around family, around the gifts, around the tree. But when do we celebrate around the manger? 
can our celebrations be so packed full of good things that we end up missing the God things of Christmas? You know, this is what we're like. Christmas is my favorite. Okay, here's the message for you today. Make Jesus your favorite. All right? Make Jesus your favorite. Yeah, it doesn't mean Christmas, but people, we've got to recognize how many of us can say that our celebration of Christ is just as crazy and over the top as some of the other celebrations that are out there, even the celebrations that we do. Let's celebrate Christ all out at Christmas. In fact, no matter what extreme we may go to, rather what's crazy, when you think about crazy, what's crazy is celebrating Christmas without Christ as the thing that we're most excited about. Christmas. Christmas ends up just being blankmas. And really, if you go there, it just ends up really just kind of being nothing more than what? I don't know. It's just a mess. There's some I know that are so disillusioned, disappointed by the world's celebration. They've just decided that I'm really not going to have anything to do with all that stuff at Christmas. In fact, I'm not going to have anything to do with Christmas. We're not going to celebrate Christmas. After all, it's not like it's prescribed in the Bible. Thou shalt celebrate Christmas. It doesn't say that anywhere. So should we stop celebrating Christmas? Obviously, the Bible gives you the choice of what days you celebrate, what days you will or will not. There's, there's some freedom in there. But I would suggest to you that instead of thinking that we need to stop doing, instead we need to focus on starting to do a celebration of Christ at Christmas. You see, what we see in the Bible portrays the manger as a place of celebration we're not necessarily have to be that far off when we think of christmas that first christmas was a time of crazy celebration in heaven and on earth when you think about all that took place and all the celebration it was a time of crazy celebration but it was a celebration of christ at christmas there's nothing wrong with being excited about christmas time for uh, a variety of reasons but when the crazy in our heart at this time i mean sometimes i think we just get to that point where we need to decide which is our favorite at this time of year christmas or christ which is it that we're really excited about doesn't mean you can't be about christmas But we need to recognize that it's about celebrating the Christ of Christmas and that it's meant for all to celebrate. Christ was celebrated that first Christmas by all types of people. This is not just some nice children's story about a baby in a manger. This is a true story about Jesus, a Savior who came to save his people from their sins. Sometimes we can think it's those who are kind of a little crazy that have a crazy celebration of jesus but that's not true even you look back to that first christmas celebrated by young and old alike for example zechariah he gets in on the action 
and Luke chapter 1, verse 67, Praise be the Lord God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of servant David. Or how about his wife, Elizabeth, quite possibly around 90 years old, praising God about the Savior that Mary was carrying as she came. And Elizabeth, while she was pregnant with John, John the Baptist as we call him, he celebrated this coming. As soon as the sound, Luke 1:44, the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. There was some celebration going on on young and old alike. In fact, not just with them, but we see Simeon and Anna. These are not people that were just given to extremes and weird and something like that, but they were celebrating what they knew was Christ. And Simeon, it says in Luke 2, took Jesus in his arms and praised God. And Anna, just a few verses later, coming to them, coming to Mary, Joseph, Jesus, at that very moment, gave thanks to God. They celebrated what Christmas was about. They celebrated at Christmas, so to speak. It wasn't just churchy people who did that either. We walk through the biblical story. We see people from all walks of life, from every corner of life, celebrating, including in Luke 2, the shepherds. Rough and tough, blue-collar working men. At best, probably marginally religious. After the angels appeared to them with the good news of great joy, you don't hear the shepherd saying, Okay, okay, guys. Show's over. All right, folks, back to work. You know, come on, you've had it. You you get yourself back to work. No, rather they chose to stop, to leave work, to leave the sheep right then and there. They went straight, it says, in haste. They hurried off. Luke 2.15, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. Notice, they didn't say, hey, let's go to Bethlehem and see if this is all real or not. Let's go to Bethlehem and see if, you know, what really happened. No. Already, right then and there, they believed. They knew what was true. Let's go see this that has happened. Let's go see and celebrate this Christ. And they took that time out of their busy life, away from the responsibilities that they had. And they didn't just sit around and tell stories from then on about, hey, here's what happened to us. Do you remember when that, when that happened? No. In Luke 2.20, it says they celebrated. You see, the shepherds returned glorified and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen that were just as they had been told. And they told everybody. Have we talked about someone yet that you can identify with? Someone maybe like your life that says, you know, they celebrated and we can celebrate the Christmas by celebrating Christ. As we talk about all kinds of walks of life, it's nice to find that one person. You know, it's nice to meet another human who shares my affinity for Jesus. We have that kind of happening. Because there are those different from even the shepherds, the wise men we call them or magi. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. These Magi were probably men of great learning. They were great men in their country. They probably had great wealth and influence completely different than the shepherds and yet they came 
to celebrate Christ at Christmas. They, they didn't come all that way just to show their respect. They traveled at great cost, at great time, at great effort, including the bringing of gifts to celebrate Christ's birth. And they didn't come, technically speaking, right at the first Christmas. It could have been up to two years later that they came, and it says they came to the house, not to the manger, despite what you always see in all the pictures. They didn't just come. It wasn't just the first one, but it was after that first one that they celebrated the Christ of Christmas. And so too can we. As they came and they bowed low and worshiped Christ, the King above all kings, the Lord of lords in all of creation. We recognize that all people are called to come to celebrate the Christ of Christmas, but also may we recommit to an all-out celebration of Christ at Christmas. There are many who would say, I do focus on Christ at Christmas. But do we think that we're okay as long as we keep reminding ourselves that Jesus is the reason for the season? Or some other phrase like that. We say that. And you know, hey, I know. And I, I remind myself, Jesus is the reason for the season. But is that enough to just remember in our head about Christ at Christmas? Or do we need to engage our heart as well? Not just talking about some warm fuzzies and some nostalgic Christmas celebration. But our heart personally connecting to the heart of Christ. Celebrating Him like they did that first Christmas. Let's remember that we're celebrating the risen Lord of Lords and King of Kings, the Savior of the world, and hopefully the Savior of you. May we be able to follow Mary's example in Luke chapter 2, verse 19. Mary treasured up all these things in her head and pondered them in her heart. She went beyond thinking about it, beyond thinking about Christ at Christmas and all that that meant to taking it deeper into our heart for there's so much that she'd already seen and heard and Mary had celebrated in praise to God she says my soul glorifies the Lord my spirit rejoices in God my Savior his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation he has performed mighty deeds this was not just with her head that she said this, recognizing some facts. It wasn't just some warm, fuzzy feeling. It was about who the Christ of Christmas really is. And she celebrated that with her mind, with her heart, with her soul, with her spirit. In a sense, she had a crazy all-out celebration. How can you be that crazy in love with someone? And I've been showing you, some of you I know have zero knowledge about Elf. And so you're getting more education tonight than any other time. But you think about, you know, in that, that movie, uh, I comes walking in, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows. That in a sense could, should be the way we're celebrating Christmas. I'm in love, I'm in love with Christ, and I don't care who knows. Or, or, or maybe it's, it's better to say, it like this you know jesus is coming he's coming here i know him i mean we're really all out kind of celebrating with that 
Sometimes when we think about celebrating Christ at Christmas, we limit it to song. Perhaps we're singing, uh, thinking of crazy kind of songs. Perhaps we're thinking of good songs. But uh, when we narrow it down to that or to some religious kind of Christmassy things, is that truly celebrating? We may be singing some Christmas carols at church services that we really like to sing. Maybe we, you know, it's always going to on a Christmas Eve. Oh, they didn't sing that song. Oh, I really wish they would have sung that song. But I wonder, is it possible at times that we can love the religious tradition so much that we end up even singing in our singing of Christmas carols, that we end up still just celebrating only Christmas as we're singing those songs and not celebrating Christ all out like they did that first Christmas. Can you imagine being like Mary or the shepherds, the wise men, having our hearts so overwhelmed, uh, being so overcome with such a joy that just overflows in a celebration that worships Christ Jesus? Not just at Christmas, but all year round to have that over the top, crazy celebration of Christ. To have the same kind of passion and excitement and desire and wanting to see Christmas. Uh, well, it's, we have that same with Jesus. It's great that you're here tonight and you're celebrating with us. But this doesn't have to be the, the end of it. Not the end of an all out celebration. It can happen tomorrow. It can happen throughout all the time as we join with the angels who started in Luke chapter 2. Suddenly remember that great company of heavenly hosts appeared and the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest on earth peace to whom his favor rests. To join the angels out in that field, to join them in all of heaven and to celebrate as the Psalms talk about over and over. There are those that are not able to make it to a Christmas Eve service. But you know what? We can still celebrate Christ on Christmas even if we're not in a church service, because think about it. The worship, the celebration that took place at the manger was not even close to being a perfect religious setting. And yet it was a perfect celebration. Are we waiting on some perfect, nostalgic moment to feel worshipful before we celebrate with our whole hearts, all out, the Christ of Christmas. Where are we at tonight? Where will we be tomorrow? Let your Christmas be defined by Christ and how you celebrate not by how you celebrate Christmas in general, no matter how crazy it is. In fact, no matter if you are not able to celebrate Christmas year, this year like you have in the past. Maybe there's certain circumstances or situations or people that are not going to be here or the people who are, are not here on this earth with us anymore. And we just think of all these things that are these disappointments, these distractions. It may not be the same Christmas as it was before. But he is the same Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And in the middle of our mangy, manger situations, 
May we remind ourselves, Jesus, you are my joy. Jesus, you are my peace. Jesus, you are my love. And I love you. I could just stop right there and and we say that was good, but I know there's some. There's some here that are probably thinking tonight, I hear what you're saying, Pastor. By the way, I'm Pastor Tim. I didn't say that earlier. I know what you're saying, Pastor, but I'm not really sure I get it. You're talking about this, but how do you get this kind of crazy, all-out kind of celebration for Christ at Christmas and make it real and not fake or not like some cold religion? How do you, when you talk about that, how does that, how does that happen? How do you have it in your head and in your heart? Here's a way to think about it. Suppose you go to a birthday party. Suppose you go to a birthday party of some kid that you don't even know. The second cousin of a coworker. You've been trying to get to know this coworker, and the coworker says, "Hey, you want to go with with me to a party?" And you're thinking, "Well, I'm trying to get to know him. Sure, let's go. I'm game. Woohoo!" And so you go to with him to a party, and you find out it's mainly ten-year-olds at the party. In fact, you find out after a while, not only do you not know anybody, but your coworker decides to kind of just leave you in the kitchen to fend for yourself. Fortunately. It's about time for the cake and they light it up and they bring it out and you start singing happy birthday to what's his name? Uh, I don't know what his name is. You know, it's uh, somebody, Jimmy, Johnny, I, 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 I don't know. But everybody starts singing happy birthday. How crazy good of a time are you having at that party? How much are you really into that birthday celebration? How all out are you going to get in singing song to Jimmy Johnny or whatever his name is? But just imagine for a moment if you went to a different party. If you went to a party of your own child or a brother or a sister or somebody that's close to you that you care about. And you go to that party. How into that party are you going to be? How all out are you going to sing? How crazy is your celebration going to be focused on that person whose birthday it is because you love them because you know them so well and you know all about their life and if you really care about them then you're going to be singing all out and your focus is going to be upon them because this is their day it's not about you and what's going on is their day your focus is on them in fact you probably went all out in an effort to think about what can i get as the right gift we go all out for those who are all in our heart are you getting the point as it deals with Jesus, how can we really be all in a celebration in a sense for Jesus' birthday if we really don't know Him? Maybe we've met Him once or twice in a religious way, but to say that we have a close personal relationship that's just excited to be at a party with Him, for Him, so to speak, are we there? We talk about having a crazy all-out celebration for Christ at Christmas, but you can't be crazy about someone that you really are not close to. So this Christmas, as we think about celebrating Christ, maybe the first thing that has to happen is for us to take a step closer to Him. He's right there. It may seem like He's far away, but He's right there. Maybe He's just right behind you and you just need to turn around. Because Jesus wants this for each of us, each and every one of us. 
The reason that He came. The reason the manger is. And the cross. And He rose again. Is, is so that we could know Him personally. And be with Him personally as part of His family forever. His love is so overwhelming that you can't help but to love Him back into an all-out crazy celebration when you come to know that. You make the decision with what time is left this Christmas to celebrate the Christ of Christmas and to do that all out to say, I'm deciding to be all in in my relationship with Jesus tonight. Will you pray with me? Father, help us. Holy Spirit, speak and move in us here. That we would decide that with all heaven and earth, we're going to celebrate the Christ at Christmas. And Lord, I pray for those today that that's just hard to imagine an all-out celebration, that they would make that decision. That if in their hearts, um, nobody's forcing them. You never force us. You stand at the door and knock and you wait for us to open it up. And I pray that you'd help those tonight to open up that door and welcome you in. Say, Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, I just ask that you would be all in. Me, and I declare tonight that I am all in with you. Forgive me. Forgive me of the past. Forgive me of those things that I know and you know. And give me that eternal life. Give me the right to become part of your family. Lord, I pray that you make yourself real, personal, tonight even to people and that vital relationship that you want help us to celebrate you to go all out like the angels in your name we pray